coming up next, Booking It Reads, A Christmas Carol. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Booking It. I'm, of course, Trumbull, an elegant host, Cooper Cobbs, and I totally, the entire week when I was thinking about this episode, was going to do a ho-ho-ho in the opener, and I did not. So, here it is. Ho-ho-ho, Merry Christmas. And now, joining me today in this fine Christmas episode, we have over there, Mr. Isaiah Ransky. Hello. And, of course, Mr. Tanner Lewis. Howdy. So, here we are on a Christmas morning in your ears, because as we've stated in the past, you do listen to these on Christmas instead of spending time with your family, you know. <laughs> True facts, though, uh, the the Gift of the Magi, which is one of the only other Christmas episodes that we've done, is one of our least popular episodes, apparently. Wow. This is according to download numbers. Yeah, I know. So maybe people actually um, <clears throat> don't listen to us on Christmas, but... Um, I okay. mean, I would see why not, though, because it's Christmas, yeah. you know. Yeah, I know, I know. But surely there's a point where, like, you have to, like, take a break from your cousins or your your aunt. Or, no, I don't know. Um, anyway, we're talking about a Christmas carol. And guys, would you agree with this statement? Is a Christmas carol, like, the most famous Christmas, like, story template? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know. Yes. What, I mean, what about Elf, though? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Elf came out in, like, the 90s. You I, can't I, I, say I said I was kidding. Classic. Yeah, I would say it probably is. I mean, yeah. besides like, I'm mean, gift of the magi might be birth. up there too. Oh yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. The wise, <laughs> yes, fair. As in, wow, wow, way to go, way to go. Um, well, here we are talking about a Christmas Carol. By the way, did you guys think that this was? Um, was there any significant differences between the actual story of? I guess the novella and um, all the adaptations that you've seen of the book. Like, well, were there any like <clears throat> major differences? Like, you didn't expect that, or, or the oh, just, geez. The, you know, what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how many about. adaptations you've even seen. Don't know if I can come up with any on the spot right now because it's been a while since I saw any. Yeah, I just read it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I guess I've only though, seen, but, you know. I haven't seen very many of these. I have seen, obviously, I think we've all seen, we'll talk about it in baggage as well. We've seen the Disney Christmas special <laughs> one, right? <laughs> which which, which uh, has, yes. was this, and have Goofy as Jacob Marley? Is that, is that, is that I think we've, yes, I've seen they that. did. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, and then I'm, I'm, I guess, gosh, I think I've seen the VeggieTales version. I think VeggieTales did one of these. Um, I don't know why that came to mind. Hmm. And then I've seen the Jim Carrey like Polar Express version where it's all terribly um motion capture animated as well. So I haven't seen any of like the good ones. Like the Muppets one. I haven't seen that one. So I haven't seen the Muppets one either. Yeah. I've well, no anyway, clue which ones I've seen. I haven't seen any yeah. in a while. Yeah, okay. Well, it's for facts. I think Isaiah uh, Tanner, had you read this before during the podcast, by the way, for this for this podcast? I have. Okay. Remember Isaiah? I read it. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. I read it last year. Yeah, okay. but I read it like it's still fresh enough on my memory ago. off of Spark Notes. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> internet. Um, Isaiah did a, or you were talking about a healthy cities last time and or last year, 
And Isaiah had mentioned that you read this, and I was really impressed, by the way, Isaiah, that you had read this, honestly. Oh, um, so congrats. Thanks. Why? Yeah. It's not a very Isaiah thing to do. It's not. It's a and so Christmas I was really book that's a well-known story. I mean. Yeah, true. It's, and it's very short. Like, it is very short. I mean, sort of. Like, it took me an hour and a half to listen to it on Audible, I think. What? So, yeah. I mean, that's at, like, 1.7 speed. Because mine was <clears> kind of, I mean, it's not, like, huge. It's not, it wasn't, I mean, it's not like, short. small. Yeah, it's, it's a novella. It's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, I guess I'll go. You guys don't have an answer. I was doing some research for this podcast, or you know, listening to reviews, or reading reviews, something like that, as I sometimes do. And one person, one person pointed out that it seems like in the book Scrooge's repentance like starts very early on, like at the end of the first ghost, he probably would have at least done something to turn his life around, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the movies, it it's always like at the end, at the very end, only when you know the ghosts of Christmas present or pat no ghost christmas future comes right that's true and then yeah. he's like scared he's gonna die and then changes and as this person pointed out it's kind of like cheap to say in the movies well scrooge changed because he was afraid he was gonna die and you know that kind of thing but oh wait tanner you've seen a christmas carol adaptation recently i have i watched spirited yeah that's <laughs> right which wasn't oh my gosh Guys, I strongly discourage you from ever watching that movie, ever. <laughs> That's funny. I was listening to someone talk about that movie as well, and they were saying, like, obviously it wasn't a great movie, but they thought that it was a fun idea, because isn't the idea, like, Scrooge has joined the the, the ghost team, right? The ghosts of yes. Christmas, um, I guess, past and future. And the entire thing's a music, like, right. the entire afterlife is a musical. Oh, yeah, boy. it sounds terrible. Um, but uh, I thought that was funny. He's joining the crew, and he's trying to get people to repent. And he wants to target this one person to repent because he was the last unredeemable person they targeted, right? Something like that. Anyway, it sounded yeah. like a, it was a fun idea. I'm sure that the musical stuff and everything else. I mean, it was it was not clean, but it was relatively funny because, yeah. I mean, when you throw in... Uh, Ryan um, Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Ryan Reynolds and yeah. Uh, yeah, Will Ferrell into it, it's just... It's bound. Something's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Okay, well, I guess, guys, we have we gotta get start talking about this. We haven't started talking about it yet, so we have, we have. Um, Isaiah, you want to give your baggage for us of a Christmas Carol? Um, sure. So baggage. Oh, when did I first hear about this? I feel like for all of us, it's just kind of one of those things that like it's just been around. Like, yeah, I, I feel know, like I I've just always heard about what the it. Story was. I never really knew what it was, though, until I was, like, I don't know, 10 or 11, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the first time I actually watched or read anything about it was uh, at Silver Dollar City. They had a play up on the Christmas Carol. So, yeah, I think I I was, like, 11 whenever I saw that. I don't know. Uh, And then for reading the book, though, I read it, like, two years ago. Well, okay, now, hold on. Three years ago, I tried to read it. Okay. I didn't finish it. Okay. I tried to reread. I I reread it basically two years ago. I did finish it. Thought it was a good book. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's about it for the book. And then I read it again like about a month ago. Cool. So, cool. Something. Like Any uh um I guess adaptations that you're fond of that you've seen a lot. I guess the Mickey one, but 
that's already been established. Yeah, nothing really. I mean, I don't really ever watch much stuff on the Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's true. All right, Tanner, you want to give yours? Okay, I uh, I've grown up on the um, uh, Mickey, one, <laughs> obviously. I mean. What good American child yeah, I feel like, hasn't? Like, actually, seen... next year, we just need to do an episode where we talk about that. <laughs> See, the thing is, I've probably seen all the one. I just never realized what it was. Yeah. Or we just do, like, one of those things where we say, watch along with us, and we watch it <laughs> and record while, while watching it. That'd be really fun, actually. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah, next year, guys. Next and we, year. Should video our, we should video our reactions because it would probably be hilarious. Would it? Oh, well. I mean, it could be. Oh, man. I mean, if you want to edit the, you know, however 40-minute long video, Tanner, you can. Yeah. And your yes, computer sir. can crash okay. like five times. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Anyways, um, uh, definitely had grown up on some adaptations. I think, I, I think I've seen like four or five. Okay. But, you have a um, favorite uh, one? Sorry. I'm just joking there. The Mickey one. Okay. All the others are crap. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Um. Hey, it's true that none of the other ones are good. They all like deviate too far, okay. and it it's just none of the so other ones that I watched one were actually that's good. That's about a talking mouse. Is the closest yeah, is, is the one that deviates the less. And is their hey, the the one like the Mickey Mouse ones are pretty stick pretty like Disney's I will, I will, stick pretty I will close. Yeah, they do, they do. They stick pretty close, and they have some really good dialogue. They like dumb it down pretty easily. Yeah. I'd say that it's pretty good. It's like watching Shakespeare, except in like, okay. it's like watching okay. no Next fear year is gonna be fun. Like, it's like talking about yeah, Tanner's like the Disney Christmas special is basically Shakespeare. Like what? I don't know. I'm saying it's like reading No Fear Shakespeare. Yeah, which is cheating. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm kidding. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go, let's um, go back. Uh, I read the book last Christmas on a whim. And uh, I thought it was good. And, uh, um, of course, I was not surprised at anything that had happened because I had watched all the adaptations right, right. multiple times. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, those are my thoughts. Fun. And my value is very similar as well. I mean, I, I guys, I've just kind of grown up. Like, the Christmas Carol is just a thing, right? It's just a thing. And then uh, the Disney adaptation, obviously, was you know a huge part. I mean, I can still picture Goofy coming up in chains. I don't think I've seen that thing in a couple years now. So... <laughs> Goofy, like a blue goofy, goofy just walking. Anyway, I was so bad for what's the guy's? Is it who? It's it's like Donald Duck's uncle, right? Or the weird, the older duck. What's his name called again? I have no idea. Like just normally. Scrooge. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. He's rich though. Yeah, he's always his like the rich old guy. But then he he plays Scrooge. Yes, no, but like his in, name the, is uh, make, in Scrooge. The, what seriously? Like in in the mix. It was actually. Hang on. I'm fairly certain. His Just name outside Scrooge. Uncle Scrooge. Room. It was it was Uncle Scrooge. I know Are it. Are you kidding me? Hang on. It was oh, Uncle I'm, Scrooge. I'm this up right. Mouse character list. Yes. Yeah. Uncle uh, to Donald Duck. Scrooge is the world's richest duck. Oh no 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 no! It's Ludwig von Drake. Is that what it is? What? No. It's Scrooge no. That's McDuck. the doctor for the. Yeah. Oh, Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. You're right. Yep. Yep, you're right. Wow. Okay. Good pull, Isaiah. <clears throat> anyway, I, I felt bad for him. He always plays those kind of roles. But anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> that was, you know, heavy. And then I have not, I mean, for it being such like a, you know, big part of Christmas storytelling, I have not read it all the way through, I don't think, until 
last week when I read it. I really don't. And I mean, obviously, it's, it's pretty good. So that's my baggage, y'all. I guess any more opening thoughts? We've kind of been talking about it a little bit, but. Dickens is just a master of words. Okay. Like, that's all I have to say. Like, he he lays everything down so well and so sometimes a little bit too eloquently, yeah. but um, just like he leaves no word unsaid. Yeah, which can be bad when you're writing, you know, 500-page books, but when you're writing a, you know, like 7,500-page book like this, then. Yep. Yep. Anyways, very short. Sweet. Yeah. Woo. Is it about you? I mean, I already kind of sent my thoughts. Uh, it's a good book. I like it. I would recommend reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also watching, you know, like the Mickey one and all that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I I agree with you guys. Um, I think you can tell like where Dickens has his faults in Christmas Carol. Like they're not very prominent. Like. Obviously, the the moment that everybody likes to hate on and is the tiny Tim moment at the very ever at the very end, where he says "God bless us, everyone," mm-hmm. or something like that, and it just gets like overly sentimental or whatever. And you know, Dickens is kind of sometimes known for just creating these characters like that are just basically perfect and flawless, right? It's like that character in Jane Eyre, right? What was her name? Helen, right? And oh, Jane yeah. Eyre. Where it's just like she can do nothing wrong, and it's like this angelic being, for some reason, and so you can tell like that's that comes through a little bit in Tiny Tim, but other than that, Tanner's right. Like he 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 says a lot, but what he says is funny. Like the narrator's a pretty funny dude, the way he opens up the book, like with Jacob Marley was dead, and then goes on this little rant about doornails and something like that. Um, oh my! <laughs> so yeah it was anyway it's piece pretty funny and he does a good job at writing it and stuff so I was pretty pleased with how it was written um yeah I think the other Dickens book that we've done a tale through cities is also like this it it he, he Dickens still writes probably too much and that book's way denser than a Christmas Carol is uh-huh. um, but it's still pretty good and doesn't have a lot of the flaws that sometimes Dickens does have by the way I a tale through cities is actually one of the only recent episodes where I've gone back and listened to it. And I just want to say, I feel like we, the Hill of these cities deserve better than what we gave it. So maybe this is our recompense. <laughs> Isaiah wasn't a huge <laughs> fan, huh? Yeah. I mean, at least you can say it's the second best-selling book of all time, their fiction book of all time. It's one of the great classics of the English language. I feel like we could have given it, you know, better than we did, but that's okay. See, but like if you're going by that reasoning, then you're saying that we should do a screening thing on Avatar and make it the best because it's the you're, okay. One fair. Fair. So good point, Isaiah. Good point. <clears throat> I know. The thing is, Avatar is like not good and a Tilted Cities is. Eh. Name three it's characters the... from Avatar. Uh, I haven't are you seen Avatar. Avatar or are you accusing I haven't oh, okay. seen it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just jumped to my like natural Okay, why are we talking about Avatar? I was just trying to make a point, guys. We don't have to actually Sorry, talk about it. I don't know. I know you're right. Yes, you made a good point. And I just jumped into my natural Avatar attack phase. Um, for some reason. <laughs> so <laughs> Which is name three characters because people can. Anyway. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> um I don't see how the second one's like grossing so much as it is right now. Yeah true it didn't actually yeah we'll talk about a 
that on another podcast maybe okay anyway i guess anything to say about scrooge how do you feel about scrooge was he a well-written character was he kind of the same or different from adaptations that you've seen how was your reaction to scrooge when reading it um i feel uh, oh god Tanner. okay i'll i'll just say my thoughts real fast because i might have to hop off here and go to work in a second but um uh like, as far as uh, Scrooge, the character, goes in the book, he's just, he's so iconic now that it's hard to mess yeah. him up, yeah. right? Like, we call people Scrooges all the time, and so we I do? just think that... I mean, like, society well, does. Society. Yeah, I, yeah. say, I've never heard anyone you know, say that. Well, you know, you only need to hop on um, Facebook comments to see a bunch of stuff Dana like that. Tanner does live on Facebook, uh, it's true. <laughs> I, I do not live on, on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, that's true. You're right, he does. I live on Spotify. This is true. But um, uh, it's just, he was such a well-written character and so very well-rounded. Mm-hmm. But like you said with Tiny Tim, like we've got the two, and he's the antithesis of Tiny Tim, right? Yeah. <laughs> we've got the pure angelic being over here. And then we've got the person the who miser. literally should have died the moment yeah. he, he was oh, born. Geez. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. That, that uh, got maybe not dark. that much. Maybe not that much. Maybe not that much, but he was that got pretty terrible dark, dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Die the no. moment he Not was born? Not darker than Endgame. I mean... What? Die the moment he was born? <laughs> Not I darker mean, than Endgame, guys. That's Not right. darker than Very serious philosophical questions. Like, does anybody deserve to die at birth? Like, And Bro. then there's the minority report question of would he have changed? You Hold know, on. Like, what did he mean know? by Endgame? I don't think Endgame was dark. <laughs> there was the one scene in oh, Endgame well, that was, where they're okay, talking... Okay. Fair, but like, but, but you're comparing Scrooge, a miser, to someone who wiped out half of like life, half of, the universe. of everything. Yeah, everyone. Anyways, <laughs> and that was one Those comment that everyone okay. shut down Thank instantly you, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tanner. Yeah, he didn't defend himself later, like you are. Oh, I'm not man. defending myself anymore. Okay. Okay. Good. Isaiah, what did you think about Scrooge? Did you find in Scrooge a kindred spirit, or no? I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no. I good. I thought he was a uh, written well, a uh, good character. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to mess up Scrooge, like in the adaptation. The original I mean. Scrooge is hard to mess. Oh, in the adaptation. Yeah, okay. that's what okay. I meant. Like most of them are fairly similar, or if not, basically the same type of Scrooge personality yeah. and all that because i mean it's just this grumpy old dude who hates christmas um mm-hmm. so yeah i thought it was good yeah as i mentioned earlier the point about scrooge the kind of coming to um like basically in the middle of the first um when the first spirit is leading him around yeah i thought that that actually it was really well done in the book compared to adaptations like it was better done because oh, yeah, no. he just kind of as it like lets be. things slip like like, he says something under his breath, and the ghost is like, what'd you say? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing. I just wanted to maybe do this or do that, right? And so I really liked his transformation starting earlier instead of instead of later. And it makes his, like, transformation more compelling, I guess. Yeah. Because he actually is having fun. He's enjoying himself, and he's seeing what Christmas spirit is all about. And then, you know, obviously, the I mean, the last ghost is instrumental. He's like, like a hard... Here's what it is. Here's what it's gonna be if you don't change. And then he, you know, he comes fully about. Yeah. And then after it's all fun. So, I think that okay. the opening. Oh, so, good. I just have one thing about the very like last segment uh-huh. in the book. 
um, uh, with the ghost of Christmas future. Um, uh, a future, I don't even know. Future Christmas, Christmas future. Yeah. The whatever. future ghost dead dude. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Him. Um, in the spirit, this is probably the only thing that I thought was actually funny about the spirited movie. Okay. In the spirited movie, Ryan Reynolds is being shown his grave and he's like, oh, so what? You want me to fall on my knees and pray to God to be, that'll save my soul? No. And, uh, um, uh, the ghost picks him up and throws him down in the grave and, uh, so um, uh, says some not very, oh. he says, you've been Christmas caroled, not so nice word. Okay. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, that was the only funny part of the movie. Really? Yes, it was that bad. Huh. Wow. Anyways, continue. Well, I think that actually, uh, the Christmas Carol, going off what you said about the Ghost of Christmas Future, that it's actually pretty scary, and the descriptions are pretty vivid. Like, a description of Marley's chains like thudding and clanking up the chair, up the stairs. I mean, and then when you finally, when you first see, you basically picture the Grim Reaper <laughs> when you see the oh, Ghost no, of Christmas yeah. Future. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like, Are they is. the same person? Where did the Grim... Wait, actually, though, I mean, legitimate question. Where did the Grim Reaper come from? I think just <laughs> mythologies and, like, you know, voodoo religions, I guess. Or, you know, some... Yeah, I'm going to research this now and figure out if it came from the Christmas... It, 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 there's no way. It's got to be older than that. Yeah. It might not Because, be. like, think about, like, this guy is obviously playing on... Like, Dickens is playing on the imagery of, like, a Grim Reaper kind of thing. You know, unless it's the other way around. Unless, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You think that Grim Reaper was created like just 160, 70 years ago? Maybe. That's what I'm. That's what I'm contending. But like, why would it be the ghost of Christmas future? Like, what? What's the connection between that and like the person who like carries the dead away? A lot. Huh. I mean, he showed them his grave. That's his job. Yeah. I mean, true. I guess you're right, but that makes more sense the other way around, though. Like, the connection is stronger from the Grim Reaper to him than it is the other way around. You may be right. That's oh, well. a deeper dig for a later time. Okay, but I I like the, the descriptions of just a thought question for oh, any of the okay. listeners that want to dive into that. Yeah, because exactly. I don't have the time. It's like um, <laughs> uh, I like how Dickens describes him. You, you can't see his face. You can't see. He doesn't talk. You can like see his. He, he talks about his hand wavering or his hood, you know, lowering or uh, you know things like that. You can tell body language without, like you know, films oftentimes are you know better at this, right? Because they have to be when it comes to just subtle things like that, right? Um, but then the book also does a really good job of making it cinematic, honestly, as in you can picture the hand wavering or this and that, and it's very well done as well. So. I like it a lot. I like the Ghost of Christmas Future quite a bit because he's well done. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, Dickens is well, a great game. I have to go, folks. All right. Have a Merry Christmas. Farewell, Tanner. Merry Bye, Tanner. Christmas to you, sir. And to your many siblings. Well, Isaiah, it's just you and me now. Anything else you want to talk about? I may have to get out of here a little earlier. Well, I just researched the minutes. Grim Reaper thing if you want me to answer oh, that. Oh, you did? And? Um, so... There were two answers, and one of them you can't really know for sure, but one of them says people believe that it started, uh, like, in the 10th century. Um, okay. Or before that, um, just uh-huh. as some myth of saying, like, they were just placing a, like, name to death or, like, a figure. Gotcha. That they could imagine. Mm-hmm. But the most common 
uh, thought one or whatever is that uh, it started in when was it the 14th century uh, during the Black Plague. Oh, um, yeah. And okay. the reason why it's a skeletal figure with a cloak and a scythe, the scythe is to mm-hmm. symbolize like, you know, plucking uh, or right, like harvesting or whatever with yeah. it. And it's like plucking yeah. souls from the earth or harvesting them. Oh, skeletal okay. figure. Yeah. Well, he's uh, dead. Uh, and the yep. robe is what uh supposed to be like what a uh, religious people wore then. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, that I guess the That's most common, uh, or yeah, most people believe it's in the 14th century. Can't really know for sure, but cool. Yeah, well, that makes sense with the plague and everything. Like that makes sense. Yeah. By the way, there's this there like, cool um Ray Bradbury short story uh, about basically this family rolls up to this farmhouse and they're on like a journey and it's like during the you know 40s or 50s or. Something like that. I think time is like a set then. And then they get out into the farmhouse to see if they can get something to eat or drink or use the bathroom or whatever. And the, there's a guy, he's just dead inside. And he's oh. there's a scythe next to his bedside table. And he's holding a little letter that says, this farmhouse is yours, just tend the grain field, okay? And so the field is really weird because only certain parts of it are ripe every now and then. And then you're supposed to go out and just cut them. Right. And then mm-hmm. after a while, the farmer who's doing the work realizes, you know what? I am literally like cutting souls. Like I am the Grim Reaper right now, like cutting people's souls when their time is ready. Like, you know, basically their time is ready. I'm harvesting them. And then he finds his wife and daughter's souls, basically, or his, their, 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 their respective stalks. He could feel them. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't cut them down, but they die anyway. And then he just starts hacking at everything. Yeah, even with, even if it's ripe or not, and so the, he's trying to like explain what happened in the 20th century with, you know, World War Two, World War One, mm. you know, communism and things like. That. It's a, anyway, it's a cool story, but <laughs> a total Grim Reaper scythe cornfield grain yeah. field tangent. So, well, I guess we can talk about like Tiny Tim. How did you feel about the last stave, the last part of the book about Scrooge's redemption, and then his just you know basically being joyous and it made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside no, warm and fuzzy inside <laughs> kidding I, I don't know uh, uh i thought it was a good ending good happy ending i mean it'd be kind of weird if yeah. he still stayed grumpy and mad and all that and then yeah you, i would have been and tim couldn't walk and all that but um yeah so yeah it was good exactly uh it's kind of what i was expecting the first time i saw reddit considering mm-hmm. it was like a major right. part of the stuff before that's, and it, and it, you know what even you, you knew how even if you didn't know the story you know how a story works like yeah. you know how this guy's being set up for redemption here yeah so yeah do you feel like they he was he, dickens over sentimental sent, sentimentalizes anything that's the word does he go too far is it too warm and fuzzy is it too you know like ah, kind of thing um, I don't know. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It m- might have been a bit too much, but I can't really remember right now. Yeah. Hey, it's time to be warm and fuzzy inside, so there's <laughs> that. I do think Tiny Tim goes a little too far, though. Hmm. But that's okay. That's just, it's it's Dickens, so you got to kind of put up with that, I guess. So. Any other final thoughts on A Christmas Carol, Isaiah? Should people read it? Uh. Yeah, good book. I would recommend reading it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh, how many Christmas spirits out of three do you give to Christmas Girl? 
out of you can three. Use decimals. Yeah, you can use decimals. 2.54. 2.54. Excellent. <laughs> one centimeter. No, one inch equals 2.54 centimeters. Oh, I didn't um, even think about that. <laughs> did you even think about that? Wow. No, I just I said it just random. Came number. off your head. You tried to come up with random numbers, and it, your brain was like, "Nope." <laughs> Dang it, man. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, I'll go a 2.63. I'll go right there with you. That's good. It's good. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll do some donor shoutouts because these people are. Our favorite Christmas present because they support us over at patreon.com forward slash book yeah. and they give us five dollars or more a month and we shout them out on the show. Yeah, so I say, I'm gonna say the patron and then you say what Christmas present you would get them, okay? Okay, just say anything like there's like billions of things in the world. First, Nana, I don't know, a sewing kit, I don't know. Okay, have happy Wayla. What? You broke up again. Van Pappy and Wayla. Bikes. Isaiah's grandparents. Mike and Sylvia, your grandparents. New Bible. Mr. Mike and Miss Laura, your parents. Uh, brisket. Like meat so my dad can cook it. And Jenny and Uncle Sam. An iPhone. B- Christmas girl? An iPhone. Okay. Moses, a staff, uh, right? Uh, no, I was gonna go with an iPad. <laughs> that was a bad joke. An iPad, cool. Laptop. Zara. <laughs> Anna. AirPods. <laughs> Emily. Emily. Uh. Is yeah. Apple what else is there? Uh, AirPod Pros. Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, AirPod Pros. Becky. An Apple Watch. Lizzie. What other technology things are there? Oh, TV. Yeah. Keenan. Xbox. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. I really do. Make sure to spend time with your family and friends and feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. And also remember the reason for the season. Hashtag, hashtag Jesus birth, I guess. I don't uh, know if that's a real hashtag or not. I'm sure it is. I'm that on Twitter. Okay. We'll see you guys in the mm-hmm. new year with a new schedule. I think next week you can expect an episode that yours truly and maybe if anybody else is able to join about the book list for next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. Gonna be a lot I of totally fun. know what it is. It's going to be fun. <clears throat> you do. You know what it is. I forgot already, okay? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I know what it is. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. Tell your friends about the podcast. We'll see you in 2023. Until then, keep on booking it.